This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am so grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. Hello, you guys are going to laugh at me. I just sat down for probably 40, no, 50 minutes talking, thinking the audio was okay. And then I listened back on it and it was horrible. Like I could not even save it or normalize it. It was so bad. So here I am recording another episode. It's probably going to be a lot shorter because this is my fourth. No, this is officially my sixth time trying to record in the past month last literally not even 20 minutes ago was my fifth time and then last week was my fourth time and I don't know what it's been I know I haven't been here in like what a month now which is crazy because in my mind I've recorded a lot I just never liked what I produced or how it sounded or the audio or whatever. So here I am for the sixth time, crossing my fingers. And if it doesn't work out, then I will try again later because I need to do it when I have a calling. And I had a calling in my last episode I recorded, not even 20 minutes ago. Everything I said, I was happy with. And I was actually ready to like listen back to it and edit it and post it. And then the audio is so horrible that I was like, oh, I got to re-record. There's nothing I can do. So we're going to start with the clean slate. And this morning, I woke up kind of on a high and had a lot of energy and a desire to record and a desire to journal. And it's my day off. By the way, got a new job. We'll keep some information as closed, but still working towards the waiver with the air force but i am working full time now pretty much full time close to full time and that takes up a lot of my week so it is one of my days off which i'm really thankful for and here i am i actually have the time if i fuck up a recording if i fuck up a recording i can just do it again so I did get really frustrated at first, I'm not going to lie, but I just made myself some coffee, put on a face mask, and now I'm sitting here with the face mask on talking to the microphone. So I try to just love myself and be kind to myself regardless of the frustration that just came up, which is exactly what I just talked about, which is probably good that I podcasted because... I reacted to that situation way better than I probably would have if I didn't. But then again, that situation would have never happened if I didn't podcast. It's an entendrum. So, I journaled this morning. And the only thing that I want to disclose before I get into reading it, it's only a page, so bear with me, 
is the unlabeled feeling was actually anxiety. And I didn't notice it at first when I was feeling this uh, overwhelming amount of unknown and racing thoughts and past thoughts that are were reoccurring and I was just trying to grasp it and understand it and so I pulled out the journal and I realized that through the journal I was able to understand that what I was feeling was anxiety and then I was able to use the tools that I use on a day-to-day basis to cope with anxiety when I can recognize it and Sometimes I do feel as if I'm just learning how to cope day by day and I'm creating new tools and healthy tools, mind you, to deal with whatever it is that I need to cope with. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are just more fragile, more sensitive and require more love and attention from ourselves in order to be our best selves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's just a matter of being honest with yourself and truly living an authentic life and not denying yourself whatever emotions you may feel because you don't think that you're worthy to feel them or to experience them or even to address them at times. Anyway, so I wanted to read this page just because I think that I think that the realization that I even had today that I've probably had before, but you know, every day is a new day. The present moment is always changing and sometimes reliving or relearning a lesson is so necessary because a lot of us are going through the same challenges over and over again, just with different fonts, if that makes sense, like different people, scenarios, but overall it's the same lesson that the universe is trying to teach you over and over and over again. Like I said, I woke up on a high and then I started feeling a lot of anxiety. And I know this sounds crazy, but I can go from feeling as if the world is this magical playground where anything can happen and everything's just gonna work out and I'm gonna be perfectly okay and nothing's wrong to not only two seconds later, I'm down on myself. I feel as if the world's falling apart around me as if nothing's going right as if whatever so it goes to show that the theory of emptiness in buddhism is very very true to the lives that a lot of us live is the reality that is in front of us is a lot different than how we perceive it and my mixed emotions have really taught me that just because i feel a certain way doesn't mean that that is what is in front of me and just this morning noticing how I went from being full of life and happy and energetic to being down and unsure and feeling unstable gave me clarity. This is why adversity is so important. It gave me clarity that my reality never changed. The only thing that changed was the way that I perceived it because of my thought patterns that were unfolding and I just wasn't aware of the anxiety at the time that was building within the course of minutes. So I pulled out my journal in an attempt to cope and was like, you know what, maybe I'll just use the podcast to get it off my chest and talk and here I am. But I pulled out my journal and I wrote this. My mind is feeling creative today. An aspiration to make content, to draw, to move forward. It's not necessarily sadness. 
I guess it is the unlabeled despair that lurks when the mind is working to find stillness. I am no stranger to it. The menacing timing and the desperation to retract happiness. I guess one could call it anxiety, but that looks different for everyone. Anxiety is primarily what is noticed when unknowns attack my mind. In this very present moment, the unknowns are clear of their existence, but undefinable and uncontrollable. The intuition truly knows what it wants. It is a matter of honesty with the self. It's all easier to say than to do, but it is not impossible. Make space for the joys that are found in day-to-day life. There is so much unnoticed when you deny yourself presence. So one thing one thing I really wanted to say about, you know, just all of that in general is I'm really grateful for the community that I've created. I would rather show up and be authentically myself as cringy or as whatever the fuck it may be. I don't know. Because I am myself and sometimes I, like I, you know, we beat ourselves down and you want to be a certain way, but I can't deny my truths and I can't deny who I am as a person and I can't deny how I feel and I can't deny what I like in this world and what I truly find fulfillment in. Anyway, the audience that I create matters to me and I would rather have an audience that enjoys my content for who I am and not me needing to make content to please the algorithm or please whoever it may be because it's not true to myself. Social media is not everything and I know a lot of us give majority of our worth to the way that we are perceived online. It is the fault of this generation, but it's not reality, not even in the slightest. And as days and days go on, the more and more I notice it. I wish I could sit here and give you the answer as to how to solve it. Um, I delete mine from time to time, but the truth is, is that I'm just aware of it. And I even myself, I give worth to an appearance online that doesn't matter. Like, it does not matter. What matters is the relationships in front of you. What matters is the things that you have in front of you. What matters is that you're alive. What matters is that you can experience this present moment. Unfortunately, your programming would say otherwise. Unfortunately, a lot of your worth is attached to social media. Um, and when I say your, I mean just the general public. I, I am at fault in it. A lot of us are. And I know I go on rants about social media sometimes, but it has really molded this generation because I got Instagram when I was like 13 back in 2000. No, no, no. I got Instagram when I was 11 back in 2013. So in my book lately, I have been reading the... Universe in a Single Atom by the Dalai Lama, if you are new to this podcast. Something that I wanted to read because the theory of emptiness is something that I think everybody should be aware of. I'm close to halfway done with this book, which is good for me because I take forever to read books because I just reread shit and underline shit. But uh, it's in chapter three, Emptiness, Relativity, and Quantum Physics. It is on page... Ah, it's on page 69. It's on page 69. But it says, the paradoxical nature of reality revealed in both the Buddhist philosophy of emptiness and modern physics represents a profound challenge to the limits of human knowledge. So what he's getting at is saying that 
regardless of the way that you perceive life, whether it's, you know, scientific or religious or spiritual, whatever it may be, is all of it just goes to show the limit of the human knowledge and how much we're never going to understand and how unknown everything is, which is in the theory of emptiness, which is what I'm getting at. But it says, what the Buddhist philosophy of emptiness can offer is a coherent model of understanding reality that is non-essentialist. Whether this could prove useful, only time will tell. At the end of the day, I wish I could just say, just let it go. Just be. Just enjoy the stillness. Just be fully present. And yes, of course. But in all honesty, shit happens. Shit hits the fan. And you can't throw reality away sometimes. I think it's so good to be aware of it, but not live your life in the mindset that everything is against me. Because if you can affirm to yourself that everything's happening for me, not against me, you give yourself a lot of room and freedom to be okay with anything and everything and find the gratitude and the positivity and the optimism within it. Oh, so I kind of want to explain the setup just a little bit right now. So my dad built me my dream bed when I was 14, when I was in eighth grade, no, I was 13. He asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I told him I wanted a platform bed. And I couldn't find a picture on Instagram, but, or Pinterest, I think I was looking at Pinterest at the time. And I couldn't find one exactly what I wanted, but I gave him a rough idea, and he didn't have enough money to go buy one, nor could he find anywhere to buy it, so he built it himself with what he had. He deadass told me yesterday, he was like, you know, I built this with whatever I had around in the storage unit. I did not buy any of this, but regardless, he still sanded it, and he painted it, and he built me a little dresser for underneath the bed, and so now I... (laughs) I am giving away a lot of my clothes and my old bed and my old dresser to Salvation Army. And it's perfect because I actually can sit on the floor on my meditation cushion. And the platform bed allows you to have space around the mattress. So I'm recording on that. My computer and the microphone are on the platform bed right now. And I'm sitting on the floor if you guys were interested in the setup. And there's a lot more decorations and renovations to be done because I wanted to give myself that this year. I'm trying to get rid of a lot of stuff. I want to live a lot more minimal life. And as much as I have been doing that, I could feel like I could be doing it even more. It's very freeing to just get rid of unnecessary shit and only have the essentials. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having, you know extra clothing or decorations whatever you like but this is just the way that I want to live my life so you know there's no hate on anything else it's just what makes me happy so when I went to the gym the other day I had a friend of mine who works there you know who you are say hey I just started listening to your podcast I really like it whatever blah 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 and she was like you should talk about fitness and body image and I was like what people want to hear about that and she's She looked at me kind of baffled. I was like, I thought people don't want to hear about that. But I will say fitness is the one thing in this world that lights me up more than anything else when I talk about it. It is freeing to move the body. It is a blessing to be able to walk, to be able to climb, to be able to 
get stronger, to be able to pick up weights, to be able to run, to flow, to whatever it may be. Some people are not blessed with that ability. And I think that's a daily, if it's accessible to you, it's a daily thing that you get to do. Whether you want to take five to ten minutes doing something, or you want to take an hour to two hours to do something. My relationship with the gym has changed tremendously, and it's funny because I was just looking back at my Snapchat memories, it was two years ago or so, and it was a picture of me in the gym, and you can see how sad I am. And my relationship with the gym used to be very calorie-focused, very burn this amount of calories to look this certain way, to appeal this certain way, and now mine's very to be the healthiest, most will-powered strongest version of myself because I do not show up to the gym anymore to look a certain way. Of course it benefits the body and the the physical aspect. Of course. Appearance does change but that's usually right in the first year or so, year and a half is when you see the most results and then sometimes you plateau. Even when you are changing numbers and things like that or changing diet, uh, you plateau and it's hard to show up to the gym when your motivation is the way that you look. When the gym becomes a place that gives you freedom to move your body, to become stronger, to benefit your overall health and create mobility, stability, agility, uh, stamina, endurance for yourself in the older years and your older years, and or uh, muscle when you're much older, it is groundbreaking. It is the willpower to show up for yourself every day because some days I don't want to go. It's usually not the case, but I am addicted to the endorphins that are released after a workout. I feel so good. I love not only do I I not only do I love the workout, I love the whole workout experience in itself. I love putting on a fit I love putting on a hat, I love listening to really good music and drinking a Celsius or a coffee or whatever it may be and listening to music in the car on the way there, getting the workout in and jamming out on the way home happy with myself because I showed up for myself and got myself out of the house and the gym is not a place that I have to go, it's a place that I get to go. And I used to have the mentality that I had to go maybe a year and a half ago or so. And that lasted for quite some time. And I wish that I could just tell people from the very beginning that the relationship that you have with the exercise is utmost important. Only because it's what's going to make you show up for yourself when you don't want to. When your reasoning becomes I want to work out so I can eat more so I can look a certain way so I can please somebody else it's going to be very hard to stay but when your relationship becomes I want to love my body I want to care for my body I want to challenge my body I want to challenge my mind I want to show gratitude for the ability to be mobile and to move my body it'll be a year very soon that I got into consistent weightlifting for a long time it was just cardio and I feel like a lot of us start that way is eating very little and doing a lot of cardio and a lot of hit like movements and then we move over to not bulking necessarily but eating more mindfully and eating 
better and eating throughout the day and allowing our metabolisms to work properly and weightlift. And that's where I'm at right now is just weightlifting. I know it sounds weird, but like I said, I enjoyed the experience of it all. And of course, of course, I deal with insecurities in my body. I, I deal with what we all deal with when fitness becomes a majority of your life. So body dysmorphia is so prevalent in the fitness industry. It's insane. When people compliment me, it, in all honesty, it baffles me sometimes because in my mind, I am, you know, short, stocky, thick. Of course, I'm blessed to have a body, but with social media and a comparison and all those things, of course I love my body on a health level, on a spiritual level, but in terms of having that mindset that it's never going to be enough, my body fits within that. And so that's the dangerous part about fitness becoming your life is it is the healthiest addiction in the best way possible because you show up to the gym and you eventually you know you get bored of a workout or whatever and the point is is a lot of us show up so we can get a better number maybe lose weight gain weight add more reps or sets to our workout or add more weight to our exercise whatever it may be And that creates the it's never enough mentality, which in that aspect, organized in that aspect is a good thing. But that typically carries over to what you look like with the it's not enough. So if what I'm lifting and all these things is not enough, therefore I'm not enough, therefore my body is enough, therefore my body is not enough, therefore I need to show up every day to prove worth to both the physical and mental aspects of my life. It's a pro and a con because you have the, it's not enough, I need to show up for myself and get stronger and be better. But then it usually unfolds. Not everybody does with this. Some people are perfectly content in their body, but a lot of us fail to admit to others and we keep it to ourselves that we're unhappy with our body because whoever who the fuck knows to be honest with you i wish i could sit here and tell you why i'm unhappy with my body maybe it's because of comparison and programming over the years or me not being satisfied in other aspects of my life who knows but fitness tends to bring body dysmorphia and even if you're not in the fitness fitness uh world and you have body dysmorphia it's totally normal I have no comprehension of what my body looks like because, to be honest with you, every angle, every room, every lighting, every camera is going to see you differently. Of course, you have generally the same features, but in terms of what you look like in that moment, what you're wearing, the camera, the lighting, the angles, everything, what matters, what matters is the now everything that you're seeing through your eyes not what you look like to others does that make sense does that make sense the ability to enjoy the food that you're putting in your mouth or the ability to enjoy the power that you have when you're lifting a weight 
or the space that you have when you're in a flow or whatever it may be is not fixating on what you look like to the outside world but what the outside world looks to you does that make sense does that make sense (laughs) i hope that makes sense because if everybody was less worried about what other people were thinking of them and what other people were viewing them as and what opinions they may have we would all be living much more present and fulfilling lives undoubtedly we would be one thing that i have really resonated with lately is just allowing myself to be open to joy allowing myself to be open to being full of energy and accepting good moments and freedom and bliss and something that this woman named joyce myers said that my mom really really likes she's a christian motivational speaker is I used to not feel right if I didn't feel wrong. And I think a lot of us get caught in that is if I don't feel down or upset, if something isn't wrong in my life, then I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to feel happiness, even if it's for a few moments. That's not true at all. The thing is, is even when you do have things going on in your life that are unknown, uncontrollable, Uh, are causing you hardship and things like that you should still be allowing yourself to enjoy happiness even if it's in moments of your day whether it's a meal whether it's through a song whether it's through a car ride whether it's through a conversation with a friend whatever that it may be you need to give yourself the freedom to fully embody and feel every last second of it because it's gone it's there and it's gone and just because you're dealing and this I'm speaking this to myself because sometimes I know that I'm coming on here to try to like help anybody else but I'm also talking to myself at the same time I hope you guys know this as I'm literally talking to myself it's no matter what challenges are coming for you or going on in your life right now there is still so much goodness and so much love to be found within the little things And I just fail to see it sometimes. I really do. I get caught up in my own adversity. And I play the story of I'm not allowed to do the things or even feel good in the things that make me feel good. Does that make sense? Like I'll do the things that predominantly make me feel good. But I won't allow myself to feel good because of something that is stressing my mind. And I always jump back to yoga and or exercise. But that's a great example is... Sometimes I'll do my yoga flow because it is mandatory and I'll forget to be present in that space. Of course, I'm mildly present, but nowhere near as when I give myself that space to just fully breathe every last breath and fully feel every last stretch and give myself the leeway to let go. There's a difference And I think even just this morning, having that switch of feeling super light and energetic, motivated and inspired, and then going straight into this feeling of despair and unknown and and fear and anxiety and whatever, whatever. That two-second switch of my emotions made me realize that my reality never changed. The only thing that changed was the way that I perceived it. And so... When I accepted that within, you know, the theory of emptiness, 
that things in our reality are so much more different than how we perceive them majority of the time due to our minds, our, our powerful, powerful, overwhelming minds. And I have a very, 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 very full mind. I'm an overthinker, as one would call it. I tend to play stories that aren't true. I tend to feel situations that aren't true because the body doesn't, the mind doesn't know the difference between what the body is experiencing and the thoughts that you're providing. And so when I have said this before, if there's a situation in your life that you're trying to achieve, you're allowed to feel the happiness and the reward without being there. So you don't attach your happiness and your worth to the feeling of when you reach this certain goal and rather give happiness and worth to the little things in your life just like I was saying earlier, listening to music, eating, moving your body, talking to someone, painting, drawing. I'm actually going to draw today, later. I'm very excited. I have a whole empty wall now that my room is way more spacious. Or place a sport or play a video game or watch a movie, whatever. When you give yourself the leeway to find your happiness in the small things and in the present moment you still provide ambition and drive to whatever goal it is you're working for but you don't attach your happiness to it and it's freeing it's very freeing uh i don't know what else i want to talk about that was a really short episode the last one was much longer but at least i won't have to edit it for as long um thank you guys for showing up i feel like there was a lot that i didn't say But I'm very glad that this audio session worked out much better. So, yeah, I I have a lot of love for you guys. I, I really do. I really appreciate this community we've created. And thank you for when you did reach out um, over this past month that nobody said anything about me not posting. They just simply asked if I was okay uh, or were telling me that they appreciated an episode. It was never about me taking time for myself to figure things out and give myself the space to find some peace and organization and all that jazz (laughs) anyway i am going to go make myself a cup of coffee again second cup of coffee actually today (laughs) after this whole fiasco i am treating myself to a second cup of coffee because i just sat down for another 40 minutes and talked but it felt really good It needed to happen because it felt really fucking good and I feel even better. I'm going to go take my face mask off and I am planning on recording again soon. I think the new plan is just record, edit, and post. Don't even say I'm going to edit later. Do it right then in that very moment. However you're feeling right now, whatever your reality looks like, know that regardless, it's going to be okay. I know it's so easy to fall into a trap of everything in my life is so wrong and everything is so sad, but life is such a blessing and you are a miracle. And the fact that you're here is undoubtedly a miracle. And as cheesy and as extra as that may be, sometimes we need to hear that because a lot of people downplay the essence of life and the romanticism and the love that life can provide if we just give ourselves the space. I think I might title today, Give Yourself Space or something along those lines. I don't freaking know. So much love for you guys. I'm still talking for whatever reason. 
I will see you in the next episode.